podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Hello, it's July 10, 2019, and this is your Nikki podcast, Market Wrap. Actually, for the day, the most important news, especially in the U.S., would be the fact that HBO Max is starting by spring 2020. What, why is this relevant? It's because you can only watch Friends and The Office until uh, around March 2020. So if you're a fan of that for Netflix, you have to watch it before it shuts down. How much is HBO Max? They're pegging it at about $17 a month. But essentially, what you should realize within this cord-cutting movement is that, number one, the platform-agnostic Roku wins anyway, whether you're subscribing to Netflix, Disney Streaming Plus, or through AT&T's HBO Max. But what we do have is a buy rating on Disney and AT&T and Roku. We're actually not bearish on Netflix because honestly speaking, 170 million subscribers is still a lot of people subscribing to Netflix. And honestly speaking, even if there's competition, the people who are watching Netflix would most likely still renew their contracts with Netflix. That said, competition means that there's a very limited upside for Netflix at $380 given the market cap of Netflix is $165 billion and we're talking about streaming content alone, even if they have very strong original shows. Whereas for Disney, you're looking at a $250 billion market cap even at $140 and yet, is Disney going to hit $300? most likely in the next five years. How come? Because Disney's IP is so strong. Intellectual content on Marvel alone is enough to pay, is enough for people to get, to get the Disney Plus subscription, which is pegged at $70 per year. And the more subscribers, the margins will increase. The great thing about streaming content, especially digital, is that your cost would be just $125 million and your sales revenues could be a billion or two billion or three billion. We're talking about one show. We're talking about just one show, but multiply this to hundreds of shows and you can realize that there is a very strong growth play for Disney. Disney, which we have been saying on and on and on again, is not a value play. In fact, it is a growth play. And the market will pay maybe 40 times multiple on a Disney which means that this $250 billion market cap, which is currently at about, I think it's trading at less than 12 times, or is it 15 times multiple? Somewhere in that arena will probably be double. So is it gonna be a half a trillion dollar company? Yes, um, but it takes time. It's gonna take about five years. Um, if it's not five years, maybe three years because market caps like Disney won't grow 
like a basura, right? It's not a basura. What you do with Disney is just park a little bit and then cost average. Um, what's going to happen if we have a bad market situation? Well, technically nothing much. What's the downside on Disney? Maybe $120, just that gap. Uh, the gap of Disney was $120 because in a five-year play, everyone was waiting about this Disney Streaming Plus. What I want you to only know is that before November 12, 2019, the launch, and especially before earnings comes out, you want to have it in your portfolio. Okay, about the events that are very important for you to know, actually, um, Marks & Spencer has, um, has been confident in their Ocado uh, joint venture purchase. Note that Marks & Spencer has been in a very bad situation owing to the fact that many people are not really shopping in retail stores anymore and doing a lot of online shopping. Um, this happened with SSI in the Philippines most notably and just like Mars and Spencer in London you could see that in the last two years their CEO generally accepted the fact that for them to survive and thrive in the next 10 years they'd have to do a lot of different things and one of those different things is essentially for you to buy your Marks and Spencer food delivered to you and your clothing delivered to you Let's explain a few things. Okay, number one, we have a buy rating on Ocado. We said buy it at 900 GBP. This is in London. This is the Amazon of London. And um, actually, when it dipped recently at 1,150, 1,100, we also reiterated to buy again. Notice that for great companies, it's always a higher low. Last year, I was pitching this at 900. In fact, some at 700 pounds. Now I'm still pitching even at 1,150 pounds. So um, take note that companies that are strong, we would always advise to buy high and never sell. Essentially, if you bought Disney at $100 last year, even at 130, 140 this year, you are still a buyer, not a seller. That's what we like about long-term growing companies. It's the same thing with Microsoft which will report earnings this July 18. Actually, there's a lot of good companies that would be reporting next week. Um, next week, it's July 14. I think it's the earnings of Alphabet, and there will be earnings for AT&T. Uh, so it's important for you to be... Um, we're actually positive on AT&T, and um, perhaps on that earnings report, they will give more details about HBO Max. HBO Max is basically the crown jewel wherein you can watch Warner shows. When I say Warner, we're talking about Superman, Dark Knight, Batman, uh, all the shows about Harlequin, Birds of Prey. I've been bullish on AT&T since January and it's July, I'm still bullish. Um, I recommended this at $31 to $30. Even at today's level of 33 to 34, you want to buy and own this stock. The nice thing about this stock is that it's a cash cow. It's eight times PE multiple. AT&T makes money, especially on the 5G play, because of course they're offering 5G to US American people. And um, AT&T is offering the streaming content of HBO Max.
and it's a very strong uh, platform so it's very strong you want to have this okay um let's assume that you are a believer that retail companies are also abroad such as marks and spencer is recovering similar to the ssi story well you could buy it currently it's about 200 pence it's 200 pounds and the owners are saying it's gonna hit 240 you're gonna make about 20 percent only reason why i'm hesitant to recommend this name even if it's a bargain is because essentially why bet on the old model even if they're turning themselves around when you can just buy okado which is the reason why why Marks and spencer is getting a better boost when it comes to their margins example their tie-up with okado will mean that Marks and spencer will improve in terms of their su suppliers for over seven to eight percent mark um uh, in margin terms so what I'm saying is that you don't want to be partnering with a retail company. You want to partner with the robotic warehouse of Ocado, the one that's going to get premium priced. And I'll talk more about which companies you want to have. But essentially, it's all written down. I'll just podcast this. Hope you have a good week. And we'll talk more about great companies. Thank you.